0: Um, Vikram, thank you so much for coming on to Startup Steroid today. Uh, I'm really excited to get to know uh, more about what you're doing and uh, uh, the company you're forming. But before we get into the specifics, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. Thanks for having me, Daval. Really excited to 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 be talking to you and sharing a story. Uh, see, I, I've been a first generation entrepreneur. You know, I started my entrepreneurship journey about two decades ago. You know, that, talking about back in 1998 99 and that's when i was back in india uh, technology has been capital for for i mean technology outsourcing has been always eyeing on india and india has been a capital for outsourcing and that's the time when technology was actually transforming you know we had dot com boom happening we had y2k challenge which was taking place and a lot of these it services companies back in india and their offshore delivery centers back in India were struggling to deliver on the newer projects they had and to pick up the pipeline and convert the pipeline they had, which was coming up. So I sensed an opportunity and got into corporate training uh, back then. That was my first encounter to entrepreneurship and to the HR domain, human capital domain. So I started working with these companies, helping them upgrade their existing uh, manpower. So we were coaching their existing coders, existing project managers, product managers, on the new technologies. We started working with companies like uh, HCL, Wipro, Buildersoft, uh, Nucleus, Cadence, um, Nokia, Ericsson, uh, TCS, Infosys, uh, a lot of them. you know, It was like a big, big uh, uh, boom around that time because there was a serious need and they were all struggling to deliver on these projects. Uh, we got in, we did a good job around that. We were working with HR folks. They saw that we are doing a good job. They said, why don't you guys get into recruitment as well? So that's how recruitment happened to me. And then uh, in 2008, I sold off my first company and set up another business called Maven Workforce. Uh, Although the domain remains same, but, but I changed the name because earlier, first one was a partnership company, so I kind of moved out. Set up something which was more independent. I had bigger plans. I wanted to set up something in US as well. So around March 2008, we set up Maven Workforce in Delhi. And we started doing recruitments, got into staffing, but things were really not favorable and Lehman crisis happened in 2008. So industry went down, a lot of shops were closing down, a lot of businesses were shutting down. But I think I had a good team and we were blessed. We survived. We remained floated. Around 2011, things started looking upwards. We opened more offices, started new practices, got into executive search, got into staffing. Around 2013, I came to U.S., set up shops in U.S., since then, I've been operating both the businesses back in India and in US. Uh, we work with larger accounts. We work with companies to name few are like Microsoft, Amazon, IBM, Accenture, Cape Gemini, TCS, Cognizant, Deloitte, American Express, Fidelity. These are a few names, you know, which are like big, large mammoths, and they work globally. Uh, not that we only work with larger organizations, it's easier to take these names because people can right. relate to these names, right? It's easier. Yep. We work with smaller organizations, we work with startups, we work with pretty much across industry, you know, right from uh, banks like ICICI Bank or HDFC Bank in India to uh, healthcare companies like Ranbaxy, uh, life sciences company like Ranbaxy, Roche. Uh, so it's been a mixed bunch, diverse industries, diverse uh, functions. Uh, pretty much across levels, uh, we, we, we did recruitments and staffing, and executive search. While we were working with all these larger organizations, you know, I got exposed to working uh, pretty much globally. You know, we had these companies do hiring right from Japan to South America, from Russia to Middle East. So that's how I got exposed to the challenges which I thought were more related to India or U.S. But it was an eye opener to see that pretty much across the globe, the, the, the recruitment function hasn't evolved while technology has impacted pretty much every function and every industry, things have gotten so smart, things have gotten so fast, things have been automated uh, uh, pretty much everywhere. But I was so sad to know that recruitment is still operating the way it used to operate back in 1996, 1997. I mean, that's the only disruption I can relate to Dhaval. Uh, You know, uh, if, if you know how recruitment used to happen back then, they were employment newspapers. You know, there used to be those classified news ads which used to go out and people used to apply for jobs. Recruiter used to get those hard copies of the CVs. They had to manually screen those CVs. And that's the time when when disruption hit recruitment. And that's how the the birth of the uh, job boards like Monsters and the Career Builders and the DICE happened. And those printed jobs went online. From then to now, it's been over 20 years. Uh, If we look at Mm -hmm. recruitment with a microscope, you will realize that we are pretty much operating the same way, the way we used to operate then. The only thing which has changed is the scale of applications has gone much higher and the speed by which we get these applications is a lot faster, right? Maybe 100x. Uh, But recruiter still does pretty much the same work in the same manner they used to do back in 1996, 97. Right. Give me an idea. Of why do that? You know, technology is there. Why not bring all these broken pieces of recruitments under one platform and automate each one of them to make recruiters a lot more smarter and a lot more efficient. So that's how the the idea of Vasitam happened.
0: That's awesome. No, that's a fantastic realization. Um, we all think that you know, recruiting recruitment twenty years ago versus today is completely different because of online <laughs> posts and things like that. But you're right in that you know the actual screening process still is very manual. Um, so what was Everything. the initial? Yeah. So what was the what was the initial initial solution that you were sort of visualizing when you started the company?
1: Yeah. So initially, when I started, you know, I started with a journey of only solving screening process. Okay. Screening itself takes about fifty percent of the time an recruiter invests in the entire recruitment lifecycle. Mm-hmm. So I thought why not bring efficiency in this 50% but when right. we started working you know we've been we've been running this platform we started talking to recruiters uh, we started understanding what more they want how do they want it so that's how we continued on learning from them understanding from them adding features to our product roadmap going live with whatever was getting ready and that's how we continued to and now. Uh, When I look back in last 24 months uh, of a journey, but now it's about 28 months, 29 months, uh, there has been a pretty great learning from each one of the users we've got on board, right? Each one of them has been giving us different patterns, different understandings, their needs, their asks, their wants. And that's how we decided to why not create a full stack, why only screening automation? Why not create something which is full stack, which does from end to end and automates the entire process so so that's got been it got bit. it so
0: you you really got started in i think 2018 and launched the first uh, sort of alpha of your product in early 2019 uh, that's right. that was that was really just to get the customers on the platform and start sort of getting feedback right tell me how yeah. that process went
1: so, you know, I actually, this journey started uh, a lot earlier than that. You know, I, when I <laughs>
0: right.
1: realized that this is something which needs to be done, I started talking to my customers. You know, I already had a lot of customers. You know, started talking to people in IBM, started talking to people in TCS, started talking to people in Cape Gemini, understanding from them, is this really a problem or it's only my understanding, right? right. Uh, and they were pretty excited listening to my idea and they said, wow, this is, you know, because they realized. That by use of this kind of a technology, they'll be able to make one recruiter do three recruiters work. Mm. Yeah, so there is, they're talking about 300% efficiency, which means a person can do three recruiters job. So they save cost on two recruiters, right? Right? So that's how I started picking up their brains. I started understanding what they want, how they want. Started also exploring the mediums by which we could go out. You know, there were options like IVR screening. There were options like messenger-based screening. Uh, there were multiple options, but then I, I started searching around and I realized that people are a lot more comfortable chatting these days than to hop on a call uh, right. and then chat gives them a convenience uh, of operating 24 by 7. There is no time while right. lying on the bed, while walking, while uh, sitting in the park, they can appear for an interview, get qualified for a job and get scheduled for a job. So that's how we, we short, you know shortlisted uh, chat based plan. We added features like WhatsApp screening, WhatsApp document So there are a host of other features which are in the pipeline. The idea is to not only automate and bring everything under one platform, but it's also to bring in speed by which they'll get responses. Right,
0: right, right. right. No, that's fantastic. Um, I Now, I just want to make sure we differentiate you from some of the other players. There are other players that will, you know, they, they have an AI or search, search algorithms that will go through the CVs or the resumes. Um, they have uh, 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 AI engines that can scrape social media or things like that. How do you sort of stand out in that environment? Um, what's your USP? Sure, Dabal.
1: Uh, it's a great question, but it's, it's, you know, as this industry is pretty much broken, Uh, this question has multiple ways to be addressed, right? Right. So so let me, let me give you a few examples. And then if, if I'm still left with some more questions for you around this, I'll be happy to jump on a particular question. So let's take an example of these job boards, you know, I often uh, uh, get this question. What makes you think that these job boards can't do what you're doing? Right. So, Mm -hmm. so we have to understand that our, our business model is completely different than their business model. They sell data. Mm. All they're selling is the data or the job post. Right. And for Vasitam, both of them are free. We are neither charging for data nor we are charging for jobs. We are charging for automation. right? Okay. So where they stop working, we start working. Okay. That's their limit. They can only give you applications. Or a bunch of candidates for every search string. And then right. they stop. We pick up from there and manage the entire journey. That's in relate to them. Now, there are a few companies like uh, Maya, Wade & Benny, which are doing uh, screening automation. Now, when we talk about screening automation, their screening automation is very customized to the customer they are working for. And it's not a standalone platform. They would either communicate with your ATS, they'll communicate with your career site, they'll come into integration. The integration itself is going to cost you $100,000. And the time it's going to take is about two months. And it's right. only screening, which means every time you have a position, they'll, the way their chats are configured, they are very static in nature. They'll pick up only one role and work around that. Right. When ours does not only do sourcing, does not need your ATS, does not need your uh, career site. It's an independent solution, which yes. does a lot more than uh, uh, your screening. For example, HireMaya does screening only on SMS. We and is again a SMS solution. We are saying we are platform independent. You want to run us on Telegram? We'll run on Telegram. You want to run us on Snapchat? We'll run on Snapchat. Our models are made in a manner. Uh, we've already tested in a WhatsApp. Maybe I'll send you some links, you know, which will show you how our models are operating on chatbots uh,
0: mm-hmm. in multilingual.
1: So our chatbots can speak uh, Bengali, Rajasthani, uh, Malayali. Wow. Uh, yes, so that's how we are building it, right? Okay. Now, this, this afternoon, I was having a call with some people in Central America, and they wanted to know if, if we can create a platform which can screen people in Spanish
0: or Portuguese. Right. So, I said, ah, yeah. so, so <laughs> that's, that's a different level, if that answers your yeah, question. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely it does. And, and also, you know, I want to go a little bit deeper on screening. Um, you know, it's one thing to just analyze a conversation or something like that. But it's another to actually proactively uh, offer tests or, um, you know, test the ability. If it's a programmer that you're hiring, you want to give them skill based tests, uh, things like that. I understand that you're incorporating that into your platform as well. Tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. So, so when
1: I say we are a full stack platform, level, uh, the idea, you know, because I, I've, I've experienced all these problems myself. Right. And, and I get excited when I talk about this solution and I get excited by solving this problem because I myself relate to the problem, right? right. Uh, so, you know, conventionally what happens when, when a person gets screened, qualified, a recruiter has to schedule a assessment test. It can be any platform. So they mm-hmm. jump on that platform, add their name, add their email ID, send them a link and so on and so forth. You know, that entire process happens, which is jumping on another platform. That's how we call it a broken recruitment lifecycle process. Right. right. Here, as soon as they post a job, and if they want a candidate to appear for an assessment as well, our system will populate a few assessments which are going to be relevant to the job they've posted. Right? So recruiter can pick up one of those assessments or tell us that I want to add my own assessment. We'll help them add their own assessment. Okay. So once that assessment gets added, our system will, once the screening is over, let's say if I'm talking to the system and I get qualified in the screening, our system will prompt immediately. Now there is an assessment test which you need to give. Do you want to give now or do you want to schedule a time later? If I say now, system will initiate the assessment test then and there. If I say later, our system will block times with the candidate and send them a reminder, and invite them to come back on platform and then run that assessment. Once that assessment gets over, our system will also schedule the, if I'm qualified in the assessment our system will also schedule an interview with the recruiter without any manual intervention from the recruiter side
0: got it, got it. So, so, so
1: screening sourcing assessment everything is happening without recruiter doing anything
0: got it and scheduling and scheduling so essentially from a recruiter standpoint they've their, their steps are basically upload the uh, the job posting okay. uh, select the assessment that they want and then what's the first communication that comes back to them where they have to actively do something?
1: Oh, so no, they, they'll, they'll keep on getting emails and notification on the
0: platform. Right. But, For every at, new the, candidate. but right, at the end of the day, if I schedule, if I post a new job on Monday, I leave the office, come back on Friday, are the interviews already scheduled on my calendar? Well, uh, they're, they're already there on the calendar fantastic so really the recruiter doesn't actively have to do anything they you're obviously keeping them uh posted that, that, on the that, progress
1: that, yeah, that mend work is getting taken away technology is going to do that all they have to do bring in that human factor in the human process
0: right. not the
1: spreadsheets not the data entry not the uh, screening of the cvs uh, that's 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 being taken away they bring in their efficiency and their efforts to do the cultural fitment to do the uh uh, eq iq
0: testing which systems can do
1: yeah
0: right got it perfect and and from uh from the employee employee standpoint there are they do they have to take these assessment tests for every job they apply to or if i just take a couple of assessments and you have my score can you replicate that for every application how does that work
1: Not only that, so there is a forever screening process we have. So for example, in one session, if I apply for a job, I answered mm-hmm. about 10 questions and I got qualified for that job. Our system will say, hey, basically the answers you've given, I've got four more jobs where you qualify. So mm-hmm. if I, out of the new four jobs, I would have already answered a few questions. Whatever are pending, I'll answer those. And then our system will keep on adding more jobs, basis, because system learns, So those questions are not being repeated, and similarly, tests will not be repeated.
0: Got it. Perfect. Not only that,
1: yeah, we are also building a model by which they'll have those certificates on their profile. So next time if somebody sees their profile, they'll see which all certifications they've got, which all skills they've got, and those skills and certifications are also going to be recommended by respective recruiters. So, which is Mm. a blockchain technology with a validation. It's unlike Glassdoor. Glassdoor, I can go and write about you even if I don't know you. Right, there is no validation, right? But there we are adding a validation, which is peer-to-peer validation. If I have not interacted with you, I can't give you a rating. But if I have interacted with you, I can give you a rating, and you can give me a rating.
0: Got it. Got it. Okay. Perfect. So this seems like a really, you know, uh, like you said, full stack, right? This covers a lot of different things. You uh, went live in, you know, 2019, 2020, COVID happens. What happened to your business? Uh, how did you survive through the downturn?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a good question and an emotional question as well, Dhammad. Uh, being a first-generation entrepreneur, uh, it's always a difficult journey to, to run behind large dreams, right? Uh, right. So I, I, had a, I had a plan to start monetization around March, April 2020. And that's how I was managing my cash flow. But COVID hit, everything went flat. So we, we trimmed down on a lot of expenses. We continued working on a product. We did not fire anyone. We retained our team. Uh, we added a lot of features during those times. Uh, so the, the, the entire platform underwent about 360 degree change. In terms of user experience, in terms of look and feel, in terms of behavior, we did a lot of interviews with all these recruiters during that time. Uh, yeah, so it's been, uh, of course, back breaking, neck breaking, uh, especially managing finances because my other businesses, which were feeding this business, were also not doing good because of pandemic. Yeah, so so it's been tough, but yeah, we are there to stay. We are there to rock. We'll rock.
0: Okay, perfect. So give us an update on where you are today. How many recruiters, how many users, uh, what does the platform look like? Uh, Give me a sort of uh, update on today.
1: Sure. So so in in, in all these uh, uh, two plus years, we've got over 7 million page views. Uh, We have about 38,000 live jobs with about 300,000 registered users. Uh, the, the breakup of these 300,000 is about 90, 10, 90% are candidate 10% are recruiters uh, uh, yeah the average uh, time which is being spent is about 8.5 minutes right now which is pretty good initially when we started uh, our onboarding was taking about 48 to 55 seconds which we brought down to about 25 my target is to bring it down to about 10 seconds so onboarding should be wow. like like this you know right Uh, that's an achievement which i'm happy about in addition to that uh, we've learned that a lot of people two major challenges in the entire recruitment life cycle you know one big challenge for recruiters is to have the right job description two uh, for the candidate to have the right resume these are the beginning uh, uh, of the of the entire recruitment life cycle Uh, Why job description is a problem because a lot of time recruiters do not know what a hiring manager needs. So, for example, you being an investor, you may want to hire a financial analyst and you say, hey, you know what, Vikram, you're my recruiter, go get me a financial analyst. I want somebody who's done financial research, who knows some bit of analytics, who can create charts, who can do some research and give me what I want to see, you know, something visualization. For me, I'm going to search online, pick up some, Data from some different financial analyst sites and post it. Basis which I'll get applications which may not be relevant because that financial analyst may be sitting in a bank and not right. in a VC. Right. Yeah. So that's the first challenge. Now we are creating a model which will learn your organization. And next time recruiter says I want to hire financial analyst, our system will populate the KRs. Mm. Our system will know what you want to hire. If you're hiring for this business, if you're hiring this title. This should be the KRA. Right. Similarly, we are creating one of the best resume builder, uh, smartest, and the cheapest for the recruiter side. All they have to do, basis their education, basis their background, our system will populate the skills they may have. All they have to do is plug and play, plug and play, plug and play.
0: Right. That's great. Fantastic. Um, So I think uh, I have a pretty good understanding of where you are today. Now, let's talk about the next 12 months. I understand step one is to start monetizing the platform. So I know that that's uh, on your list to do, but what are the sort of goals that, milestones that you wanna hit uh, over the next year? Uh, And for investors out there who are listening, this is essentially use of capital conversation as well because you're essentially gonna uh, use the resources towards these milestones, right?
1: So so I think largely there are two questions in this question. One, what are we going to do with with the funding? And two, how does the overall growth plan looks like for next 12 months, right? Yep,
0: yep, exactly. So let me answer
1: the first question first. The funding, you know, largely there are three objectives which we want to meet. First thing first is monetization. We have a pretty good pipeline. It's a very thick pipeline with customers, which can be as big as a million dollar a year a customer. Uh, to smaller ones. We need more hands to converse, start converting these accounts. Got it. In addition to that, we want to start uh, uh, launching in U.S. because U.S. market right now looks pretty good. Uh, economy so, is waking up.
0: Yeah, so sorry to stop you in between, but I think one distinction that we forgot to make is that you're exclusively in India right now. Uh, so the, the numbers you gave us earlier is all in India. Everything is in India. Okay, got it. So step one, monetize in India. And then step two, you were just saying that expand uh, market outside market. India.
1: Not in the US.
0: Only okay. US right now.
1: Only US. Of course, we've got a couple it. of other uh, interests. You know, we, have, we are talking to another. Uh, so that's a big VC firm uh, in Europe. Uh, they, they started talking to us considering that we may go to U- Europe and set up our shops in Europe. That didn't work out because I didn't have any plan to move headquarters to Europe. So now they are exploring us for their portfolio companies. So They've got about 115 companies. They're saying, if you can, what all can you do? We need a platform for them to do their hiring. We're talking to them, but that may not happen right now because right now our focus is one to monetize in India, two to launch it in US. US, uh, why it is important and easier because we already have a foot in the door. We've already got about 40 customers we can tap into and start converting them.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that's a lot easier for us. Um, And then U.S. market right now is looking a lot more lucrative than even India because India is still struggling with COVID. U.S. economy has started opening up. The jobs data looks pretty interesting. Uh, Our other business is running full-time. They've got a lot of positions. So I see more potential. If I had a choice, if I had money, I would have perhaps started monetization in U.S. (laughs) by now already. Uh, because yeah. I, I would see U.S. running a lot faster than India right now. Okay. Yeah. So one, uh, monetization in India. Two, launch in U.S. Three, adding new features to a product. There are a lot of features in a product roadmap, uh, which we uh, want to bring to the life. Uh, uh, so That's the use of the money. And I think that answers both your questions. Uh, how does the next 12 months look like? Uh, no, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and it seems like a very exciting sort of prospect and the ramp, so uh, congratulations on that. Um, now, uh, I understand, you know, uh, you were focused, you know, as we are in the business, we're focused on the day-to-day, but I also wanna understand your grand vision, right? Where do you hope to take this company in the next, let's say three, five, seven, ten 10 years? Um, is this the next monster.com, it, it, where, where do you see it going?
1: Okay, so we, no, we are not going to be in the League of Monsters or the Career Builders. Okay. But uh, my reason is to, to create a, 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 a better version of LinkedIn. So LinkedIn started as a social media platform. And today, the largest revenue they make is from recruitments. Right. That's their largest. We, start, we are starting with recruitment. See, the idea is to give people a platform wherein they can have from first job till they get retired. The larger, the grand vision is that if I am today a project manager and if I like to be a program manager, how do I get to that level? There is no platform which tells me that. Hmm. There is no platform which has mentors who can coach me or who could come in and tell me, hey, you know what, if you're here and if you want to get there in two years or three years, this is the journey you need to pick up. This is what you should pick up. Right.
0: right? So that's a grand vision. Okay and uh do you see that that you know achieving that in five years ten years or, uh, give no, me no, a time no, frame
1: ten years. Five okay because five years for recruitment itself is a huge business uh, yep. one, you know yep. it's supposed to be over a trillion dollar economy by next year by 2023 right right so in the, just about a trillion dollar economy over a trillion dollar economy and once we've solved recruitment, rest all pieces are going to be a lot easier for us to build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the idea is that people should not come in on Vasitam only when they have to change a job or when right. they have to, hire
0: people.
1: you know, there should be competency mapping, there should be learning, there should be coaching, there should be mentoring, there should be mentees, you know, so that there is a lot of learning happening, which can add value to their learnings and their career. Right. Yeah. The idea is not to create a social platform. The idea is to create a career platform, which can actually help them move from one level to another level.
0: Got it. Perfect. Um, this is a great conversation and it gave me a great insight into your company and into Versidim. Um Is there anything I didn't ask you? Anything that, that's important that I should know about the company, about your background? about the team. In my background,
1: um, yeah. I've covered team. I have a co-founder who's a techie who, who's uh, who worked with Bipro, spent some time in Seattle, Microsoft, uh, did his own HR Tech startup that got failed. So now he's with us. He's managing nice. product and technology. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it's a mixed bunch of coders, designers, QA folks, product team. Uh, that's how our team looks like. We've got a few folks in sales who are working on building the top of the funnel for sales as well, which looks pretty healthy. We've got mix of state governments, private enterprises, smaller ticket businesses. Uh, I think one thing which I'm sure is going to be important for you to understand the monetization and how we plan to monetize and what categories we have. So I think that's something which you did not ask. So mm-hmm. so there, there, there is something which I can share is See, we've got largely four customer segmentations, right? Okay. Uh, so we call it four cohorts for us to monetize. Uh, there is one cohort which is free for all forever. Yeah. So that's going to be freemium version. Uh, the reason to keep that premium version is we being an AI platform will always need tons of data to bring depth to our AI. Yep. So these freemium folks are going to be feeding that need of data for us. Yep. Two, the purpose of keeping this free, uh, freemium version is to go global easily, learn from their locals, do the localization and start monetization. So for us, going global will not take a lot of toll. We can simply go launch it with minimal investment, let a platform be there, be there, learn from people from there, do the localization and start monetization
0: there. Got it. Okay. That's the reason
1: to keep that premium version. Next two cohorts we've got is a dollar fifty a license a month, another one is dollar hundred a license a month. Now, these two categories are for the recruitment firms. Globally, if you look at recruitment economy, recruitment firms have got a fair share uh, in the entire recruitment economy. Uh, So one, they have a larger pie in the recruitment economy. Two, they have a pretty good diversity. They work pretty much across functions, across industries and across levels. So one, uh, they'll be able to contribute to the platform in terms of learning, in terms of diversity, in terms of different patterns, different learnings. Uh, They are going to be big customers in terms of adding value to the platform overall bringing number of candidates on the platform. Right. And for us the cash cow is going to be our enterprise version wherein uh, we are going to be completely customizing and personalizing the platform uh, uh, when we go to these organizations. They can be anywhere from about 500 people to 500,000 people in the organization. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's how we've, we've got uh, great interest coming in from different state governments back in India, in fact we are on the verge of closing with one of them uh, there are a lot of PSUs who are interested in working with us um, in fact back in India there is one state government police department, we are talking to them that can be a million dollar account so so a problem I like to share here uh, they've got 10,000 open positions Wow! Right? they want to hire 10,000 cops for that state, now to be able to hire those ten thousand cops, they put a newspaper ad. Can you guess how many applications they've got
0: for ten thousand? Way less than ten thousand, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It's other way around.
0: Oh really? Okay. So they got many? One million, applications. One million oh. applications. Oh my God! And I was okay. talking
1: to the chair. I was talking to the chairman of the recruitment board of the police department, and he said, "Vikram, you know what?" I have to manually screen these applications, all of them. Wow. Which means even if I have a hundred people team, it's going to take me six months to do that. I wow. said, sir, what if I automate the entire process and give you like in six hours, I give you the top of the funnel and the bottom of the funnel. Not only that, I automate the entire communication wherein you are sending those letters and you're sending those informations and calling them. And he almost jumped off his chair. So I said, what if I charge you only a dollar an application I'm making a million dollar from you," he right. said. "That's cheap, because I spoke to. He said I spoke to Workday and TCS. They've given me an estimate of hundred crores. Right. Yeah. So that's the scale uh, we have,
0: there That's fantastic. This is such a great opportunity, um, Vikram. Thank you very much for coming on today, and for all the investors who are out there who are listening. Uh, log into Startup Steroid. Vikram's uh, profile is there. Uh, all the information, Pitch Deck, uh, all of the other uh, resources are there as well. And uh, you can obviously connect with him directly uh, and get your questions answered, get any of the information that you're looking for to get into due diligence with him. So um, again, thank you so much for coming on. It was a fantastic conversation. I really enjoyed it.
1: Thank you so much, David. I appreciate it. Thank you.